welcome everyone to Understanding the I Am That Is You podcast. Yay! Grateful leading loves, it's your girl Wynn Ruffin, and I pray all is well with everyone, and your hearts and minds are full of love, joy, and compassion for yourselves and other selves. And as we grow in the knowledge of our true being, the truth of who we are individually and as a unit, revealed and clarified, we draw nearer to the presence of God within us, the great I Am. And since ye are gods, John 10, 34, let us wear with honor the full armor of God, standing forever firm and faithful with our own mighty I Am presence. Amen. Give thanks and praises for love and life, and y'all be loved. Be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. Put on the full armor of God, so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Ephesians 6 10-12 Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting forty days and forty nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, Throw yourself down. For it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, It is also written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan. For it is written, Worship the Lord your God, and serve him only. Then the devil left him, and angels came and attended him. Matthew 4 1-11 The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. John 10.10 Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. Stand firm then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. Ephesians 6 11-18 Put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor, for we are all members of one body. In your anger do not sin, do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. Ephesians 4 25-26 Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. 
Get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Ephesians 4 29-31 And, do not give the devil a foothold. Ephesians 4 27 Instead, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Ephesians 4 32 Isis Unveiled, Chapter 12 The Chaldeans, whom Cicero counts among the oldest magicians, placed the basis of all magic in the inner powers of man's soul, and by the discernment of magic properties in plants, minerals, and animals. By the aid of these they performed the most wonderful miracles. Magic, with them, was synonymous with religion and science. It is but later that the religious myths of the Magdian dualism, disfigured by Christian theology and numerized by certain fathers of the Church, assumed the disgusting shape in which we find them expounded by such Catholic writers as De Musos. The objective reality of the medieval incubus and succubus, that abominable superstition of the Middle Ages which cost so many human lives, advocated by this author in a whole volume, is the monstrous production of religious fanaticism and epilepsy. It can have no objective form, and to attribute its effects to the devil is blasphemy, implying that God, after creating Satan, would allow him to adopt such a course. If we are forced to believe in vampirism, it is on the strength of two irrefragible propositions of occult psychological science, 1. The astral soul is a separable distinct entity of our ego, and can roam far away from the body without breaking the thread of life. 2. The corpse is not utterly dead, and while it can yet be re-entered by its tenant, the latter can gather sufficient material emanations from it to enable itself to appear in a quasi-terrestrial shape. But to uphold, with De Musos and De Merville, that the devil, whom Catholics endow with a power which, in antagonism, equals that of the supreme deity, transforms himself into wolves, snakes, and dogs, to satisfy his lust and procreate monsters, is an idea within which lie hidden the germs of devil worship, lunacy, and sacrilege. The Catholic Church, which not only teaches us to believe in this monstrous fallacy, but forces her missionaries to preach such a dogma, need not revolt against the devil worship of some Parsi and South India sects. Quite the reverse, for when we hear the Yezidis repeat the well-known proverb, keep friends with the demons, give them your property, your blood, your service, and you need not care about God, he will not harm you, we find him but consistent with his belief and reverential to the Supreme, his logic is sound and rational. He reveres God too deeply to imagine that he who created the universe and its laws is able to hurt him, poor Adam, but the demons are there, they are imperfect, and therefore he has good reasons to dread them. Therefore, the devil, in his various transformations, can be but a fallacy. When we imagine that we see, and hear, and feel him, it is but too often the reflection of our own wicked, depraved, and polluted soul that we see, hear, and feel. H. P. Blavatsky Like attracts like, they say, thus, according to the mood in which our astral form oozes out during the hours of sleep, according to our thoughts, pursuits, and daily occupations, all of which are fairly impressed upon the plastic capsule called the human soul, the latter attracts around itself spiritual beings congenial to itself. Hence some dreams and visions that are pure and beautiful, others fiendish and beastly. The person awakes, and either hastens to the confessional, or laughs in callous indifference at the thought. 
In the first case, he is promised final salvation, at the cost of some indulgences, which he has to purchase from the church, and perhaps a little taste of purgatory, or even of hell. What matter? Is he not safe to be eternal and immortal, do what he may? It is the devil. Away with him, with bell, book, and holy sprinkler. But the devil comes back, and often the true believer is forced to disbelieve in God, when he clearly perceives that the devil has the best of his creator and master. Then he is left to the second emergency. He remains indifferent, and gives himself up entirely to the devil. He dies, and the reader has learned the sequel in the preceding chapters. The thought is beautifully expressed by Dr. Enemoser, religion did not hear, Europe and China, strike root so deeply as among the Hindus, says he, arguing upon this superstition. The spirit of the Greeks and Persians was more volatile, the philosophical idea in the good and bad principle, and of the spiritual world, must have assisted tradition in forming visions of heavenly and hellish shapes, and the most frightful distortions, which in India were much more simply produced by a more enthusiastic fanaticism, though the seer received by divine light. Here he lost himself in a multitude of outward objects, with which he confounded his own identity. Convulsions, accompanied by the mind's absence from the body, in distant countries, were here common, for the imagination was less firm, and also less spiritual. The outward causes are also different, the modes of life, geographical position, and artificial means producing various modifications. The mode of life in Western countries has always been very variable, and therefore disturbs and distorts the occupation of the senses, and the outward life is therefore reflected upon the inner dream world. The spirits, therefore, are of endless varieties of shape, and incline men to gratify their passions, showing them the means of so doing, and descending even to the minutest particulars, which was so far below the elevated natures of Indian seers. Let the student of occult sciences make his own nature as pure and his thoughts as elevated as those of these Indian seers, and he may sleep unmolested by vampire, incubus, or succubus. Around the insensible form of such a sleeper the immortal spirit sheds a power divine that protects it from evil approaches, as though it were a crystal wall. Hike Miris Aeneas Esto, Nil Concher Sibi, Nulla Palacier Culpa. H.P. Blavatsky. The I Am Discourses, Volume 14 The powers of life are infinite. The love of life none yet understands. The door to victory stands wide open before you if you refuse to look any longer upon that which is destructive, or allow it to impose its imperfection upon you or your world. You either must stand completely unconditionally in the world of perfection, or you don't. You can't serve two masters and make any progress ahead. With this knowledge of a call to the unfed flame in the heart of your mighty I am presence, the call to the unfed flame in your heart, the call to the sevenfold flame of the seven mighty Elohim for our assistance to produce perfection in your world, you cannot possibly fail. You couldn't fail to be answered. So from tonight, I hope you will feel our determination to assist you, our determination to protect you, and if you will give just this little obedience that is required, it is so little compared to the gift that we can give. We do not want to see you struggle longer, when, with a rousing determination to have the sacred fire fill your world with its perfection of eternity, invincible against human creation, you may set yourselves free on the pathway of perfection, and know no limitation. You know only the happiness of victorious accomplishment, 
and the power that it is your privilege to use brings to you and to all blessings without limit for eternity. So go forward and know my sacred fire ever stands by your side to enfold you and produces perfection and protection as you give it recognition. Call it into outer action. Use it in all you do and refuse to let the pictures of the outer world's imperfection and chaos come in and ruin you and your world. Beloved Aloha Mark Turis. In the sacred fire is the boundless supply you all crave. It's what you call for. It's what you must have with which to do the will of God, and there is no lack in the sacred fire's source of creation. My dear ones, begin to use this. Call forth your protection. Call forth your supply. Pour your love to your I am presence, and demand everything in your being and world be compelled to yield you the perfection of the sacred fire, invincible and victorious over all in this world forever. Every being of the sacred fire will come to your assistance, stand by your side, and fulfill your call beyond your fondest dreams. This freedom I want you to have, because you need it to assist your beloved Saint Germain. So if you will come with me, you know no longer the strain and struggle and distress of human experience. Let us go forward and help you to be free as soon as possible, as you enter into the joyous use and invincible demand for your perfection by the sacred fire that knows no failure and no end. May you be enfolded in the sun presence of its powerhouse and make everything in your world its perfection, till like a mighty sun you are a magnet to draw all you contact up into that perfection also. We shall ever be with you in cosmic power. Thank you with all my heart. Beloved Aloha Mark Tourists.